0: Welcome to PHT in the Morning with your host, Pastor David Miller from the Pentecostal Holiness Tabernacle in Cincinnati, Ohio. Good morning and welcome to another episode of PHT in the Morning with Pastor David Miller. And I'm Pastor Miller, so we will be your host again this morning. And I am looking at some verses here that I I really would love to share with you out of the book of Second Peter, chapter one, and verse number one. And I'm going to read four verses to you here, and then look at verse four. Uh, verse one says, "Simon Peter, a servant and an apostle of Jesus Christ, to them that have obtained." like precious faith with us through the righteousness of God and our Savior, Jesus Christ. Grace and peace be multiplied unto you through the knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord, according to his divine power, hath given unto us all things, that pertain unto life and godliness through the knowledge of him that hath called us to glory and virtue. And verse four, here I'm getting ready to read is what I really want you to see. Verse four says, whereby are given unto us exceeding great and precious promises That by these ye might be partakers of the divine nature, having escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust. So it's kind of a two-part verse here, actually. Uh, The first part, what I want to talk to you about today, where it says, whereby are given unto us exceeding great and precious promises. Now then, the second part says that by these might be partakers of the divine nature, having escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust. So I'm not trying to go away from that second part. We might even talk a little bit about that. But I want you to notice this first part of verse number four, whereby we are whereby are given rather unto us exceeding great and precious promises. And I think this is a great uh, thing to look at here uh, this morning, that we have great and precious promise that's been promises rather that has been given to us. And I I just really loved uh, that part of that verse. You know, actually, if you look up Uh, there when we first start reading to verse 1 again, it says to them that have obtained. Now, we all know what that means, to obtain. Like precious faith with us through the righteousness of God, through our Savior Jesus Christ. And then verse 3, according to his divine power, he hath given unto us that pertain unto life and godliness through the knowledge of him, that called him uh, who hath called us rather to glory and virtue so of course we know that verse 1 said we have attained we have obtained these like precious faith through his righteousness so all of these promises and this like precious faith that we have obtained through it's all through Jesus Christ our lord who gave himself for us And it's all, according to verse 3, according to his divine power that he's given us all these things. But God has given us exceeding great precious promises. I guess that just struck a chord with me uh, this morning when I was reading it. I know about all God's promises that he's given. And, you know, there's different, uh, if you read different places, uh, different commentaries; the number might vary a little, but according to one that I look at and follow a lot, it says there are three thousand five hundred and seventy-three promises mentioned in the Bible. And uh, what a great, uh, what a great thing I think that that is. That's a lot of promises when you start talking about over. Uh, 3,500 promises. Now, the word promise, that word promise itself occurs over 50 times in the King James Version Bible. And uh, although we know uh, God's promises are everywhere, it might not actually use that term or that word. Now, I'm just going to give you a list of Uh, a a list of a few of those where that word, actual word promise is found. Like Romans chapter 9 verse 4, or Romans chapter 15 verse 8, 2 Corinthians 1 and verse 20, Uh, 2 Corinthians chapter 7 verse 1, Galatians 3.16, also Galatians 3.21, Hebrews 6 and 12 Hebrews seven and six and Hebrews eight and six. Also Hebrews eleven thirteen, Hebrews eleven seventeen, and Hebrews eleven thirty three. Also the one I read to you today, Second Peter one and four. Uh, like some of these also uh, the Bible said to him that overcometh will I give to eat of the tree of life which is in the midst of the paradise of God, Revelation 2.7. Although it doesn't use the word promise, but that is a promise. If we overcome, I will give it to you. And so there's several places like that where uh, God gave us promises. Like as far back as Genesis 3.15, when he said, I'll put enmity between you and the woman, between your seed and her seed, and he shall bruise uh, uh, your head, and you shall bruise his heel. This was fulfilled, of course, in Galatians four four, Luke two seven, and Revelation twelve fifteen. So there's a lot of places like that uh, actually in in God's word. So thank God for every promise that God has given us. I'm grateful for each and every one of those promises, as well as I'm sure that you listening today are as well. Of course, we know the mere word of a of a promise uh, communicates God's divine will for our life. And the word promises here uh, is necessarily, I think, to be employed in the sense of fulfillment of of the promise or promises. So we look at God's great and wondrous works. Things God has promised are throughout all eternity, whether it was in the past, uh, whether it was promises of deliverance, forgiveness, or life, or whatever it might have been, Promises of God come in all different kinds of forms and fashions. This term, exceeding great and precious promises, no doubt must have primarily meant the unspeakable gift of God's own Son. The gift herein and thereafter is of God's life-giving Spirit So uh, God has promised us His Son, and we have seen that come to pass. And then He's promised us salvation. If we would just uh, fall on the mercy of God, confess our sins, believe that uh, the Lord raised Jesus uh, Christ up from the dead, and that He's alive today, then we can receive that promise of eternal life. The promise of salvation. I'm so glad of that. What a great thing when we talk about God's promises. So I don't really necessarily know which one uh, that you're looking at or looking to uh, this morning. But no matter which one, I want to tell you today, all of God's word is yea and amen. The promises of God are yea and amen or yes and and let it be so so God's promises are true amen everyone that God promised you every time God gave his word throughout scripture that he would do you can you can trust in that you can believe in that and and i love the latter part of that verse that also says that we have escaped the corruption that is in this world Through the lust, or through lust, the lust of the flesh, uh, the lust of this world. Now, actually, the Bible talks about what's in this world anyway, but the lust of the flesh and uh, the lust of the eye and the pride of life. It's all kind of centered in right there. So we have escaped that. We've escaped every bit of that, amen, through Jesus Christ, all that corruption. We have the promise of that today. Also, uh, the condition of receiving that divine nature is by just having faith in God, trusting in God, who is the bond between men and God, is trusting in Jesus Christ. So, I just want to tell you today that no matter what human nature is, that God has promised us that we can escape that poisonous uh, sin that would absolutely destroy us and doom us to a devil's hell. Thank God for that great promise. So thank God for every promise of health. Thank God for every promise of healing, for every promise of blessings and being blessed, and uh, all of those good things. The greatest promise of all is the promise of eternal life, of eternal salvation, that if we believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, confess our sin, we can be a child of God. Amen. Thank God for that great promise that we have today. I'm thrilled to share this with you today. Amen. That God has bestowed it upon us. God has promised it to us. And I'm glad that I have received that promise, that I have accepted uh, that great promise today. What a great thing. Precious promises. Great promises. So you can you can participate in God's divine nature and escape the corruption of the world caused by evil desires. Amen. Aren't you glad of that this morning? He's given us one more time, given us exceeding great precious promises that by these you might be partakers of the divine nature, having escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust. Well, I hope that you've enjoyed our podcast today, a little bit shorter uh, podcast today, but I just want you to know you've got a great promise. You've got exceeding great, precious promises, 3,573 of them, amen. And the greatest is that of eternal life, eternal salvation. So if you don't know Jesus Christ today as a free pardon of your sin, if you've not accepted him into this world, all you've got to do is trust him, believe him, fall upon the mercies of the Lord, and he will, you have this promise, that he will receive you and give you that great gift of eternal life. Thank God. Well, this is Pastor David Miller, and I just want to say I hope you have a great rest of your day. Tune in next week; I may give you an extension and talk about verse six and on down through verse six about uh, or verse five through six the things we can add to this. All right, God bless you.